0: January 8th. Our reading today in the New Testament will be from the book of Matthew chapter 6 beginning at verse 25 and we'll read through chapter 7 verse 14. In Matthew chapter 6 we'll read about praise. We should give only to please God and receive his praise. If we give to win the praise of others or to be able to compliment ourselves, while well, we get the immediate reward, of praise, but we lose the eternal reward. We cannot get our reward twice, so we must decide which one we want. And we'll read about prayer. The Lord's Prayer is a pattern for us to follow, so that we'll put God's concerns first and not forget to forgive others. And we'll read about possessions. Of course, we need things to live, and God provides these things for us. But acquiring things must not be the main goal of life. As we get into the seventh chapter of Matthew, we'll read about judges. One of the easiest ways to cover our sins is to judge others. It's not wrong to exercise discernment, but we must start with ourselves. We'll read about pilgrims. The gate into real life is narrow, and the way is difficult. So don't try to carry a lot of excess baggage. False teachers make the way easy and popular. If you truly follow Jesus, you pay a price, and the way sometimes becomes lonely. And with that, let's begin our reading today in the New Testament. January 8, Matthew chapter 6, verse 25, through chapter 7, verse 14. So I tell you, don't worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food, drink, and clothes. Doesn't life consist of more than food and clothing? Look at the birds. They don't need to plant or harvest or put food in barns, because your Heavenly Father feeds them, and you are far more valuable to Him than they are. Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? Of course not and why worry about your clothes? Look at the lilies and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing, yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for flowers that are here today and gone tomorrow, won't He more surely care for you? You have so little faith. So don't worry about having enough food or drink or clothing. Why be like the pagans, who are so deeply concerned about these things? Your Heavenly Father already knows all your needs, and He will give you all you need from day to day if you live for Him and make the kingdom of God your primary concern. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. Stop judging others, and you will not be judged or others will treat you as you treat them. Whatever measure you use in judging others, it will be used to measure how you are judged. And why worry about a speck in your friend's eye, when you have a log in your own? How can you think of saying, let me help you get rid of that speck in your eye, when you can't see past the log in your own eye? Hypocrite! First, Get rid of the log from your own eye, then perhaps you will see well enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eye. Don't give what is holy to unholy people. Don't give pearls to swine. They will trample the pearls, then turn and attack you. Keep on asking, and you will be given what you ask for. Keep on looking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be opened for everyone who asks receives, everyone who seeks finds, and the door is opened to everyone who knocks. You parents, if your children ask for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? Or if they ask for a fish, do you give them a snake? Of course not. If you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father Give good gifts to those who ask Him. Do for others what you would like them to do for you. This is a summary of all that is taught in the Law and the Prophets. You can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad, and its gate is wide, for the many who choose the easy way. But the gateway to life is small, and the road is narrow. And only a few ever find it.
1: Why can we be one body? Because if you're in Christ, and I'm in Christ, then we're standing on the same rock. But being in Christ means that you're united to Him. You're in Him, and He's in you. You see it? If we're in Him, and He's not breaking apart, then we can have hope that we'll be together too. We're part of each other... Because we're all part of Christ there is no greater power than the power of being thankful I said there is no greater power than the power of being thankful with a praise in your mouth because if you can appreciate just that one thing God put in your life, if you could appreciate that you just got up today, if you could appreciate you might have got here with your gas hand on E, but you got here, and I am guarantee you, you will get home. If you can thank him. That you're still here. I don't care what the doctor said. There's another day that God got me delivered. But if I can be in the moment, if I can be in the spot, if I can say thank you, because I'm taking the place of the devil. The devil used to be the praise leader in heaven, but he got thrown out of heaven and I took his place. And so what makes the devil real mad is when you do what he used to could do, and you're in the presence of who he used to could be in. So when he makes you depressed, you You become a devil too, but when you can still praise your way through. Watch this now. Watch this. The devil didn't like nothing you did up in here today because some of you dragged to get to church. He tried to put everything in your mind that was troubling you, told you you could wait, told you you could stream, told you you could do this, tried to convince you you needed the gas to go somewhere else, you're tired and you need to rest, but something inside of your spirit said, I feel like going on, I feel like pressing my way, and when you got into the atmosphere and started to feel the breath of God again, something revived, somebody give him praise. Again, slap the devil in the face and say, You cannot.
0: Psalm 8, verses 1 through 9. The universe is vast and full of grandeur. So, why should God pay any attention to weak and insignificant men and women? But He does. He can use the weakness of babes to reveal His great strength and to defeat the enemy the way David defeated Goliath. If he can use infants, surely he can use anybody. You are important because God made you in his image. Well, sin, of course, has marred that image. But in Jesus Christ, that image can be restored. You're important because God has shared his dominion with you. Man lost that dominion when he sinned. But Jesus Christ has regained it. Can you think of occasions when Jesus Christ proved that he had dominion over beasts, birds, and fish? Yes, you are important to God, and he has a purpose for you to fulfill. He wants you to reign in life through his son, for you are enthroned in the heavenlies with him. Why live like a slave when you can live like a sovereign? Psalm chapter 8, verses 1 through 9. The choir director, Psalm of David, to be accompanied by a stringed instrument. O Lord, our Lord, the majesty of your name fills the earth. Your glory is higher than the heavens. You have taught children and nursing infants to give you praise. They silence your enemies who are seeking revenge. When I look at the night sky and see the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars you have set in place, what are mortals that you should think of us, mere humans, that you should care for us? For you made us only a little lower than God, and you crowned us with glory and honor. You put us in charge of everything you made, giving us authority over all things, the sheep and the cattle, and all the wild animals, the birds in the sky, the fish in the sea, and everything that swims the ocean currents. O Lord, our Lord, The majesty of your name fills the earth. Proverbs chapter 2, verses 6 through 15. For the Lord grants wisdom. From His mouth come knowledge and understanding. He grants a treasure of good sense to the godly. He is their shield, protecting those who walk with integrity. He guards the paths of justice and protects those who are faithful to Him. Then you will understand what is right, just, and fair, and you will know how to find the right course of action every time. For wisdom will enter your heart, and knowledge will fill you with joy. Wise planning will watch over you. Understanding will keep you safe. Wisdom will save you from evil people, from those whose speech is corrupt. These people turn from right ways to walk down dark and evil paths. They rejoice in doing wrong, and they enjoy evil as it turns things upside down. What they do is crooked, and their ways are wrong.